When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public. Might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast Survivor News Edition, episode 161. Pause. I serve as your humble and oh-so-gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you could be so kind to ensure that you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever podcasts reside. The Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to hit subscribe, write a review, and give your baby boy some five stars. And as always with our Survivor News Edition, you can follow along to this audio podcast on YouTube. You can subscribe at Bryce Isaiah. Give that video a thumbs up, okay? And get in the comments. We live for the comments. Woo! We are back to talk about episode 11 and a lot went down. And so, you know, your baby boys, Jack Atkins from The Circle Season 2 and Wendell Holland from Survivor 36 and 40 and the host of multiple HGTV shows are here to join me. We are back from the Bryce and Wynn present Philadelphia it was a whole vibe. Shout out to everyone that pulled up. I'll get into details more about the event on Tuesday's podcast. But just so you do know, we are headed to L.A. for the finale. Bryce and Wynn present and Lauren Ashley Beck have teamed up for an epic finale party May 25th in L.A. at Busby's West. So listen, get your tickets now and we will see you in L.A. But listen, enough of me talking. Let's get into your Survivor News. And we are back this week with your Survivor News. Listen, it's been a amazing last couple of days, but let's formally welcome back to the podcast the baby boy that is Zachary. No, yeah. did I say it wrong? Zachary. There we go. Zachary Atkins from season two of The Circle. Baby boy, what is, is popping? 
What's popping? And no worries on this. You could call me Jackery, Zachary, whatever. You could Jay's call him. Disease. You could call him up. regular headphones. Oh, well, yes. Mr. Wire, Mr. Wireless, oh. Mr. Wireless today. Oh, because Jack is no longer out at the airport <laughs> directing the airplanes. Because last week, Jack definitely had the air muff headphones on. Welcome to the team wireless, even though Wendy and I are not giving wireless. But before we continue, let's welcome back to the podcast the man, the myth, the legend, when D. Z how Len was popping, baby boy. What it is, Perp. It's good to be back. It's good to see you. It's good to see Jack with the with the regular headphones. He jumped over us in the headphone game, but it's cool. Who knows? It, it is giving your baby boys their back. And we are here to break down episode 11 of Survivor Season 42. If you are listening, you can also follow along on the YouTube. That is the Bryce Isaiah. Make sure you show your baby boy some love. Click the video. Subscribe. Write some reviews in the comments. We live for the comments. Okay. We all never know where we're going to go. Uh, but listen, we live for them. Uh, when DZ, we are off Again, from another Bryce and when present homecoming 42, mm-hmm. give the people that were not able to make it a recap oh of my the night. Oh, my goodness. Please. What what a great evening. Um, oh, he, these were some of our beautiful guests. Bryce, the, the wonderful editor, Bryce himself, has a photo of Aza, myself, Russell, Bryce and Derek. <laughs> What? <laughs> nah, I just thought you said my name twice. Uh, Bryce and Derek. Uh, this was in front of the Winston, which is an awesome bar uh, that we were at. And it was just a great time. It's always good coming back to Philly. We have a lot of our podcast listeners came out. And it's a lot of the faces that we've been seeing over the years. So just shout out to everybody that came out. It was so great. Uh, I like, again, I just, I give these hugs out that I'm just like, man, I was giving this same hug to this same person during my ghost Island run or during my winners at war run or that short lived run. But Bryce's Kagayan run was even shorter than that. So the (laughs) Jack, you know, Jack survivor, uh, what what, battle of the Bush run. (laughs) Okay. Circle run. Circle, Circle run, Chicago Survivor, mm-hmm. University Chicago Fire Survivor. Also, uh, DJ Nico killed it. Yes. He, he had the tunes. Um, Bryce got up there. It wasn't even a karaoke party, but this fool Bryce had to invoke the spirit of Lil Kim. Listen, I, I listen, when she comes, she comes through. And listen, when DZ was hating, when DZ tried to take the mic away from me, but listen, DJ Nico said, Ricka, 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 boom, I've been gone. And listen, the crowd erupted. <laughs> okay, it was very crazy. There were so many amazing people. Shout out to my family. Uh, my family pulled up uh, this week and hey. was in there showing love. Just so many amazing faces so many people that we've seen in dc so many people that we've seen in chicago so many people that we've seen in new york all coming together to make the bryson went homecoming uh such a huge success and it just um just to piggyback on wendell just like you know i remember when i was throwing watch parties you know just for the heck of it and 
The fact that these people are still around, still supporting uh, Russell Swan, Aza, Derek, and, you know, to the people that were there, you know, you know, the other mm-hmm. amazing faces that pulled up and just show out. It was such an epic time. I mean, we didn't want to end the party right. at all. And when I thought about, I was trying to think of like an overall vibe of our parties. And I've said it before, our parties look like the makeup of the cast. Um, but I, I'd almost say that it extends past that. I think our parties are like a true safe space. That's what I think they are. Like you can come whoever you are, as you are, you can come solo, like whoever, whenever you come, you just end up having a good time. I met at least five people in there that came solo, but they were sitting in groups of people. Like I came by myself, but these are my friends now. So shout out to everybody. Uh, it was just a great time. Yes, yes, yes. It was such a great time. And again, like we said, come alone, but you leave with friends at the Bryce and Wayne present. And, you know, listen, if Philly was such a success, I just feel like when DZ, why not keep it going? It's only two more episodes left of this amazing season. And when I say amazing, I am saying amazing because it is so epic. And so listen, why don't we, how, how are we finishing this off when DZ? Oh, oh. We all finish this one off with Bryson Went Present, the finale featuring the wonderful Miss Lauren Ashley Beck in Los Angeles at Busby's West on May 25th. It's going to be an incredible evening. We are, we sold a lot of VIP tickets already. I think we're only releasing a hundred of those. Um, Tickets are selling out. We have a long list of confirmed guests already. I want to say like at least 30 guests from within the reality community. Uh-oh, I think we're going to wow. end off with maybe closer to 60 or 70. So that's wow. going to be a time you don't want to miss. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's awesome. I, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to head back to Cali, head back to the beautiful sunny state and see what it's giving for Bryson Wynn present. And if you are trying to come along, the tickets are available. You click the link in Wendell's bio you click the link in my bio or head over to the Bryce and Win present Instagram page and click follow and get your life because listen we out here because we get the party started when I walk through turning when every time that I come come through because you come through it's going to be lit because I'm, I'm bringing out the whole, whole crew. crew. Listen, do yourself a favor. Go if you got the Spotify, if you got the YouTube, if you got the Apple Music. Listen, just go over there and Google Bryce Isaiah. Got a nice little catalog for you. But enough of all of this that's going on. Let's get into last night's episode. Because listen, while we was there watching the live, you would have thought you were watching a playoff game. The way that people were, mm. ah! Mm-hmm. And that's just not even me walking through just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, I had to, okay, I'm going to just go ahead and apologize in advance. My note-taking wasn't the best. Oh, my God, but, yes, actually, thank but, you. you know, usually it's top, top-notch, but I still think I did a good job. I still was able to ki- catch a couple commercial breaks, so we still got some commercial notes in there. Bryce, fix your face. But let's go ahead and get started. We are back at camp after the high vote out. Got rid of a big dog. High's out of there. Um, And we have a Romeo confessional confessional where he says that the big dogs are going to start gunning for each other. And that's that's good for him. I think there was um, 
uh, I, because high is out now. Also, we have the Drea and Lindsay amulets now turn into a steal a vote. Mm-hmm. So that's a little encouraging for the two of them. Um, what else happened at, when we were back at camp? Anything notable? I thought what was really important with Romeo when we came back and we got that confessional from him, um, he essentially was saying, this is playing out exactly how I want it to play out. And like, you know, they're cannibalizing on themselves and I just want to be here and the people at the bottom. Um, and so I just wanted to just open the question up to you fine gentlemen. I, I believe last week we were talking about what the final four, what the final three, uh, final five will look like. And we said that Romeo was could possibly be a goat. Uh, my question is, and with here with Romeo says that this is his plan all along. Are, do you think the possibility that is there maybe a, a Romeo edit that we are not seeing? Uh, or, <laughs> why are you making that? It okay. <laughs> or <laughs> is Romeo, uh, is he just feeling, uh, the, like, I don't know, break, break that face down for me, Jack. Um, yeah, I just think, you know, I don't think Romeo is necessarily a bad player. Like we saw, he had a lot of good social and strategic abilities in the pre-merge. I just think it was sort of a situation where he got off on the wrong foot with this merge tribe and it sort of, but whether it's true or whether it's just perception, it sort of painted him as a goat. Um, now is is he the worst player out there i don't know but especially when we get that scene where you know mike's taught mike had that great quote like romeo romeo where for out that mm-hmm. romeo romeo at the fire p- picking at the rice like he's been doing for 20 days that's where romeo art now i thought that was amazing and just that whole scene of them just kind of roasting romeo and survivor came with the receipts of him just sitting there hunched over this is his move. <laughs> you know, if that's people's perception of you, even if you're a solid social and, and strategic player, um, you just you're just not going to win. And I do think he's right in the um, the acknowledgement that a lot of times the 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 bottom feeders of the game will kind of get together and kind of take it to the end. But in that sense, you have to be aware of where you sit amongst the people at the bottom of the game and, and have, be able to beat them. And right now, I just don't really think Romeo can beat anybody. Yeah. I agree with you, um, Jack. Definitely agree. Um, is it too late in the game, though, for uh, Romeo to pick up some uh, Pokemon points? What Pokemon points? <laughs> so, like, if he is, are there things that he can do to make him, to allow him to have a real shot at the end? Yes. Or, like, <sighs> when we think about the Erica edit, and, you know, when you, I feel like this is the point when we saw Erica kind of sort of explode. However, she had laid the groundwork that we were maybe not seeing. So, I guess my question is, is, is it still possible for Romeo to have a shot, or is it just... Or, to add to that, is it is it is there a possibility that the people that he sits with are people that either won't be respected enough by the jury or the jury might have vendettas against. So then it's like, all right, maybe he is the only viable option. Here, I'm glad you brought up the Erica edit, Bryce, because throughout the episode last night and, and up until today, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, now that we're down, during this episode, we're at final seven. By the end of it, we're getting out of the final six. I've been thinking about a lot about who I think is going to win the game. Um and not to get too deep into it, but I, I do like what let's you said about deep. the. Let's let's get into it. Um, 
I like what you said about the Erica uh, edit, but I don't think it applies to Romeo. I think it applies to Lindsay. She's been shown as sort of very underedited, quiet strategist who seems to have a decent social and strategic awareness. And now we're getting towards the tail end of the game where she's really emerging out into the forefront as a really solid strategist. She's working hand in hand with Omar, making this big move that we see at the end of the episode. She's showing really good social awareness in the way that she deals with Jonathan. Um, and I also just think that the way the targets are lining up, you have some very obvious targets emerging like an Omar and a Jonathan. So I could really see a situation in which Lindsay sits with, you know, a Romeo or a Marianne, who I also think has a chance to win. But if, if they get out Omar and Jonathan and maybe a Mike, you know, that leaves Romeo, Marianne and Lindsay. And I think, Lindsay has really been emerging as a really good contender. And just to close out the point, Jeff has talked so much about, you know, we're trying to mirror season 41. It would be very like meta of them to mirror season 41 in the sense of the winners at it too, by, by kind of a, I, I, I like I a thousand percent agree with you on that. I love Lindsay. However, uh, sorry, Wendy, if I'm going deep, deep, uh, pause, but, um, Whoa. Hey, <laughs> hey. Oh now. Ah! Hey, oh. I'm out of here. Ah, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why. And this is not the podcast word, but I just learned Jack. You know when people are like talking with their bros and then they'll say something and they say like pause. So yeah. I always thought that it meant one thing, but I would say probably over the last month with Wendeezy and shout out to baby boy uh Joey Hatch. I've actually like figured figured it out. So I always I always knew what it meant, but I, I y'all know sometimes I be a little slow. I never figured out the actual like the equation or how it actually fits. However, I've learned it and I think that what did you think it was at the start? Like I don't like I I don't like I just I don't know if this is the podcast for it, but if y'all listening and y'all get the references, like I always knew what it meant, but I just never knew like how to actually use it or how to execute the use. But I've figured out how to appropriately execute it. And now like when I hear people saying it, or sometimes like Joey and Wendeezy will like say it purposely because like they now know and I just think that it is perp, perp finds so innuendo in anything now so then he's pausing everything I know it's, but it's just so, because I think that like I first of all I think the point of the pause is like dumb but I think the point of the pause actually makes it more of the point so anyway okay but I just so I just people, use people are about to start saying pause and Bryce is gonna come and like <laughs> resume <laughs> unpause I just find it so funny because I just never knew like I knew but I didn't know but anyway sorry so okay Let's get back deep, deep, Jack. Pause. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> hey, yo. Okay. Ooh, anyway, hey, yo. when? Oh God, that's taking me out. Kind of sus, Bryce. Jack is the same thing. Anyway, okay. Um. So uh, on that in that same in that same vein. Whoa. <laughs> hey, hold on! <laughs> oh no, wait! I'm getting. Is there something you gotta tell us? Right? <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> 
Oh, no, wait, I'm getting really high. Hold on. Oh, oh, that cracks me up. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, y'all. I'm getting off track. But <laughs> in that same vein of oh. what you were saying, Jack, when of the Erica edit, when Marianne was talking to Romeo and she said us, you know, the bottom people. <laughs> oh. Hey, yo. Oh! <laughs> Bryce, could you uh no, it's oh, just no. Bryce, Bryce, like, Bryce like about the bottom people? Sorry. You were With saying the, the people that are at the That's the bottom of the, art thou. The, <laughs> the alliance. And you know, Marianne just said she's in such a good place where the other people mm. have a target. I I how you had that epiphany of Lindsay, I had the epiphany of Marianne. And I yep. was like, oh my God, we, we've seen so much of Marianne. And yet in these last couple of episodes, it seems as though like she really has gone to the back burner a little bit. And you know, you see who the strong five is early on in the episode. And I just was like, but Marianne and O are working so closely together. And Marianne has Romeo and Ma- like I just was like, well, oh my god, well maybe the con- like maybe the Erica edit this week, this season could be Marianne. I I definitely agree with that. For me, I came out of last night's episode feeling very confident as far as you can be that I think it's going to be either Lindsay or Marianne. And my one thing of why I question if it is Lindsay with this edit is that I feel like she has identified herself as such a challenge beast. And if, you know, if they can't get homeboy Jonathan out, in my mind, I'm thinking, well, the next strongest person is Lindsay. True. Yeah. True. Oh, I, wow. I definitely think okay. my prediction of the final three would probably be Jonathan, Romeo, Romeo and either Marianne or Lindsay. And whichever of those two makes it to the end is the winner. Wow. And I think Omar might go out, you know, like fire making challenge. And I, Again, I, we're comparing oh, wow. 41 to 42. I think that I love O and I mm, love, yeah. like, I, I, like, I love O and I love, like, he, he is just running the game. Again, it gives me Shan vibes early on where like Shan was like such a powerful and I'm not talking maybe so much of like her gameplay. I'm talking more of the viewer and the like, mm. it seemed like 41. Was the Shan show? She was and carrying I, it. She was carrying it, and it really has been oh carrying the season. And I, I don't get me wrong, I love it. I stand for the baby boy, but it makes me so nervous because yeah, when we're getting down to these numbers, and he is making these like big, <laughs> he's and making, sh- and he's going deep. Ah! <laughs> you get one more violation, gentlemen. <laughs> He's going no, long and hard and deep. Ah! Whoa. <laughs> Hold on. Whoa. Guys, I don't, I don't have the know. energy for this. It was a late why? night. Sorry, I know. And I think that that's maybe why I'm in such a goofy moment. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but picking up on what you said, I agree because I, I really think that the in modern Survivor, for better or for worse, a lot of times there's so many aware players that they know at the end of the game, you kind of just have to cut the biggest targets, no matter how much you like them. And for someone like, oh, he's been crushing it so hard, but, it, you know, we're at the point where 
Um, we're at the final six. It's getting down to the nitty gritty. And I think finally, especially after this move where he, that he pulls off at the end of the episode, people are going to start being a little bit more aware to how masterful he's been playing. Right. So I definitely- yeah. Like if, if it, it, not to say that he is the puppet master, but you know, yeah, or if he is, he has he is a, the puppet a tranquiloquist. Uh, or don't know. I will add it to the dictionary right now. If a he trans- has a tranquiloquist, a tranquiloquist. What's a tranquiloquist? It's a chill ventriloquist. What <laughs> 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 were you trying to? They're say? like, yo, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna mess with this dummy. Let's just hang out. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> like he's like me and the dummy just gonna smoke a little bit. <laughs> and then he goes to the dummy. The dummy's like, this, this is some good shit. <laughs> Bryce, what word were you trying to use? Ventriloquist. Okay. I am saying if Omar is the <laughs> ventriloquist uh-huh. and the numbers continue to get low, I feel like <laughs> who's the du- who who's controlling the dummy? Like, you know what I'm like? It, I just feel like the dummies are going to start turning. Like, hey, you see this? They're going to communicate with one another and yeah. then, then go and turn around and get right. them. Right. And realize, like, wait, if I'm not, if I'm not talking, <laughs> it's going to be awkward talking. in the, it's going to be awkward in the voting booth. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, <laughs> so... And that was the beginning of the show. (laughs) And then we get a commercial. And the first commercial we see is Shan and Liana sharing a moment, a beautiful moment that we saw last season. And I thought that was lovely to see them hug each other. And that's the only note I have of this commercial. Jack, let's give a round of applause. You're welcome. I round of applause. I do what Standing I can. ovation. I forget how the rest of that Rihanna song goes. Okay. Well, 
We don't need to show Bryce in the in the finale commercial. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're saving him. <laughs> they're gonna be on a cliffhanger in the episode. It comes to Bryce. It's like sometimes the Survivor episodes could be really suspenseful. <laughs> dot dot dot. <laughs> First of all, I just want to say if that happened, I would no longer be available to pod <laughs> on the Survivor news. Oh, the, the Sixers just made a good shot, by the way. Uh, Okay. Hence, the Sixers t-shirt and hat. Right now, we're in Philly. It's game six. We need to tie the series up, and that's why I have a change of scenery for today. Yes, but yeah, I'm but, locked in. And who's the new player that I like that they say is... Uh, he hurt himself. Uh, Danny Green. Green. He hurt himself within the first minute of play. Danny. All right. Back to Survivor News. Back to Survivor So, So now it's... um. We're back at camp, and Lindsey, Dre, and Marianne, they're hanging out. We get a Jonathan confessional. He's, like, laying around, and then we get a confessional saying that he burns about 2,000 calories a day. He has it worse than anyone. Um, he's laying around. The others are, like, walking to the beach. He's like, there's only six more days. No one sees how hard it is, it is for me, but that's so okay. Hard. That's my game plan. <laughs> let's talk about Jonathan. Uh, let's talk about Dare I say, excuse me, Jonathan, your privilege, privilege is showing. showing. I feel like whether it is Jack burns seven calories, I burn 36 calories, and Wendell burns 67,000 calories. Oh, Baby boy, we are all out here hungry. So quick. Gandhi said it best. Suffrage is universal. And I think that this really, like, he, he did say that. <laughs> suffrage. suffrage is universal. Am I saying it wrong? I think what? suffrage is like the right to vote. To vote. Is that what he's talking like, No. So, no, no, no. I mean, that's also it, true it, in Survivor. Yes. Well, suffrage. Except what, if you have lost your vote. Suffrage is universal. And what he meant by that is I may experience pain in some level. You may go through something, but it's not to say that like what I'm experiencing is more difficult than you're experiencing. It's like we, we, all, we what we feel, oh, the pain that we feel it, it's universal. It's all like the same. And so there's no way that I could say, you know, I, I might be wealthy and I might have this and I lost m- my dog and I'm feeling that pain. You could be, you know what I'm just saying? Like you could be, something and you are going through something and you are still feeling pain loss or something it, it's the same and so i just think that again for me just a my opinion just another way of us seeing jonathan and you know him just feeling as though his survivor level of gameplay is better uh than others and you know he he feels as though he needs to rest because at rest he needs to like not he burns two thousand calories. But at the same token, then I say like, but yet y'all are getting on Romeo who was saying, well, listen, if y'all gonna leave this pot of rice out here with these scraps of rice, listen, I'm gonna do what I need to do okay. to eat. And unpopular opinion, mm-hmm. I ain't mad at Romeo. But listen, why why exert my energy when y'all already look at me? on the bottom, you already feel as though I'm disposable. Well, what purpose would it serve me? Why would it be advantageous for me to go out and burn, like, I listen, and as quiet as it's kept, mm. 
I was out on Kageon for eight to eleven days, and baby, oh, yeah. I was definitely digging in that pot as well. Oh, oh. But at the same time, like you said, you were doing a lot of help, you know, building the shelter True. and like just being up and active as part of the game, even just with talking to people. But I, but I often then I often say, well, I would then bring up Morgan from my season, who who I love dearly, but did nothing. Well, she was never going to win. <laughs> I mean, I know, but look where look where it took her in the game and look where me trying to be helpful. Like, so I just feel like I ain't mad at Romeo's uh, play. Like, let I, listen. But it's like when when, when fifth, five, seventh or so your tribe are having a kumbaya on the beach and you're just sitting there eating rice. It's like you're missing out on valuable bonding. How, but, but I think what Romeo was saying or what I got from Romeo is that he's been othered. Like, you know, he is he's looked at as like uh, we don't even need to c- c- counsel with him yeah. when we're sitting for the five. So whether he's sitting on the thing doing nothing, y'all still are leaving him out. So if y'all will leave me out, you bet you. Oh, OK, I, I, I ain't mad. Okay. That's all I'm saying. So uh, we we kind of jump from Jonathan to Romeo. And in this particular segment. There was there was a lot more than just Jonathan talking about laying around and burning calories laying around. And mm-hmm. he was a little um there was something between him and Drea. Him with and the, Lindsay. Uh, with yeah, yeah. And but like even when they were trying to like untangle the fishnet or something like that, Andrea asked him for some help. help. Or, and you're the fisher. Yeah, Man. so he seemed either short, dismissive, or something like that. Um, and then he said something like, "I could." He he might have been saying it in a confessional or to Omar or something like, "I could use a thank you. I want to mm. be a little more appreciated. Mm. The way she mm. talks to people is not appreciated. I've held my tongue so much." Mm. Yeah, that's that's what it sort of boils down to me, like. In terms of the food thing, I don't, I might, I kind of disagree with you, Bryce. Like, it is going to impact him more. Like, you could look at Cole Matters, for example, in his season. He passed out because he was like not eating enough calories. And that is going to have a bigger impact on, on someone of their size than someone who needs, but outside of all that, but the I, weird thing I, for me is he's like, I, he's like, I'm, I'm not eating any more rice than anyone else because I want to like fit in with the group and make it seem like I'm not sticking out. But then at the same time, he's like, well, my whole strategy is to be a provider and I need appreciation for that. It's like, haven't you seen, you know, like Ozzy, for example, when you stand out as the provider, eventually people still want to cut you. So how are you going to do both of these things at the same time? Just from a strategy standpoint, this yeah. makes sense to me. I've seen Ozzy. Um, <laughs> but here, here's what I will say to that. Your, your, the caveat of you say, well, you, he does need more calories because he's bigger. Um, and you knew you was going out to play Survivor. You wanted to bulk up. You wanted to like. You, 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 did you not? If if, if you yeah. if you knew that you wanted to go to the end in Survivor, did you not take that in consideration? Hold on, hold up, oh, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Out. Page five hundred fifteen. Do we have another word to add to the dictionary? Did I just hear considerization? <laughs> Is that what I just heard? Where is it? Well, Wendell, John, I don't disagree. Like, I'm not saying he deserves more, right? No, I'm no, but I, I can, you see why. But what I am saying is that, uh-huh, like, I feel yeah. like that is a, uh, that was a 
that was a game decision of yours to get your body in the best shape. Now I'm not, bo- I'm, no, no, I'm not body shaming, but what I am just, <laughs> I am saying is, but that was a decision that you decided to make to yeah, be so the consequences. Yeah. Physically molded and okay, bolded yep. and, okay. you know, yep. And then ultimately folded and fell asleep while everybody else was doing something. So yeah. we have um, one other point. Sorry to yeah, cut you yeah. off. I feel like, uh, you know, Drea said when she was talking to Lindsay, Lindsay. about Jonathan and his behavior uh, that, you know, she felt like he was hangry. Mm-hmm. And although that might be true, however, I just feel like, you know, um, this isn't the first time that we've seen this type of behavior uh, when it resides to Jonathan. And I always feel like just from my eyes as a you and I just bring it to you what I see. It seems like when we get these type of interactions with Jonathan, it always seems to be with women. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really see these type of interactions him with the men. And that's just an observation that I had noticed during the episode when he was like kind of somewhat, you know, to Tori and to lit, uh, to, uh, to, uh, Marianne. Marianne. I just, I'm trying to think of like when I have seen him and no. opposite, uh, opposed to a man. Definitely. So, I mean, I don't know if it's hangry or if it's given like, mm-hmm. well, we're not going to make any assumptions about yeah, Jonathan, no, but just that is a, um, quite the observation perk. Um, Lindsay says no. to Drea, his character's really changing. We can't have him win tonight. I want him out. He's not a great ally anymore. He just dictates. And, uh, the, connection went out. No, it didn't. I, no, I'm saying, like, it got a little fuzzy. I didn't hear the last two lines that oh, you said. Oh, I was just saying, oh, okay. I was just saying, Lindsay basically said he's changing. We can't have him win tonight. I want him out. He's not a great ally anymore. He just dictates. Oh. Are mm. you about to... Did you <laughs> like that word, Bryce? <laughs> I can't be an astute listener. <laughs> and then we get a commercial. And the first commercial is Probst. And it's just a quick commercial of him recruiting people. So to those of you that listen to the Purple Pants podcast, apply for Survivor. I know that when you come to our events, you see us actively recruiting and telling people, get your get a tape in, a video, whatever it is, because, you know, now's your time to shine. Yes. Jack, Jackery, Jack. what's up? Zachary, get that tape. I'm starting ready. to lose hope. I'm starting no. to lose hope. No. And but to, to your point, you know, just apply for Survivor, the circle, whatever. You never know what can happen. Like, you, you, you might as well see? take 20 minutes out of your day to send in a, a video. Did you see in the last YouTube thread, uh, there's like a whole thread about how they really feel like you are destined to be on Survivor and that the Purple Pants Podcast and Survivor News is really only gearing you up to be a winner when you go out there and play. And I do think it is it might be the only member of the Jack Shack that wrote that, but I was just like (laughs) the one man Jack Shack. (laughs) That's my burner account. (laughs) It was Jack. (laughs) I'm gonna gonna go look at those later. (laughs) Uh, 
Yeah, and, and we we re- Bryce and I respond a lot to those comments. We're still tr- trying to get Jack up in those comments. To- Jack has responded once or twice. Uh, uh, I, I've been getting into him. Uh, the, uh, yeah. yeah. Do you want me in the comments? Well, I'll get in the comments. I'm I mean, sorry, the, I think the uh, the Jack uh, the Jack Shack the Jack Box. Do y'all want the baby boy in the comments? But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we got, we got, huh? I'm just saying we're building the empire brick by brick. Brick by brick. <laughs> the shack. <laughs> and the next commercial was a sleep number 360 smart Uh-oh. bed commercial Uh-oh. You, uh oh you have a sleep number do you know what your sleep number is do I or no you I don't, don't have a sleep number sleep. I don't know you my sleep to, number you don't have a sleep number you have a Stanley orthopedics Wendell has the stay out of my bed perp Wendell has the type of bed that like again not being an ageist but you know if you want a comfortable <sighs> bed but it's the kind that like can move up and it can move your feet up. Yeah. And like the last time I like happened to walk by when DC's room, his bed looked like an armchair. <laughs> and I was like, you sleep like that? It's a two-in-one, Bryce. <laughs> uh, uh, Mind your business. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it looked like like a pita sandwich or something. <laughs> but like almost. I was just like, you sleep like that? Leave right. me alone, Bryce. Anyway, do it's you not sleep about- like that? <laughs> yes, it, yes. It, thank you, Jack. Wendy, something's beeping in here. It yeah, okay, that's, your, really that's your sleep. That's your sleep number fifty-three. <laughs> <sleep> number <laughs> it's in recline mode. <laughs> oh, the the fan just cut on for no reason. Jake's <laughs> saying it's hot, <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, we weren't talking about okay. my bed. We were talking about after Corey. the commercial, it's day 21. Corey. <laughs> we were talking, so real quick, before we go to this, uh, Kristen? No, what's her name? Don't tell me. Um, From the show? Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay? Lindsay. I just had a brain fart, oh, y'all. Excuse me. When Lindsay and Drea were talking about the Jonathan, I was just like, "This is." I know this edit very clearly. The like, Jonathan. <laughs> we got, we got to get rid of them. We like, but can we beat them? No, we got to. And for me, I just feel like any time in Survivor when the person that you have identified ten minutes into the game or the episode that Jack needs to go tonight, he can't win immunity. We're going to do our best. Yep. He ain't going. <laughs> right. Yep. I would so, already be out. Day 20. <laughs> we, uh, we, after the commercial, we have probes telling us about the dangerous do or die twist that is about to happen. And how Ooh. just, uh, how Deshaun narrowly escaped it last season. And now it's time for the 40 tours. To get that work. Come on in. You get some eerie music. And in this challenge, you have to balance on a perch with a handle. Have your arms back, your back back. This is the famous one that our good friend Christian, Dr. Christian Hubicki, beasted for five hours while talking Jeff's ears off of his head mm-hmm. against Alec Merlino. And this is the same challenge that I believe they tweaked a little bit so that no one will force Jeff to stand out there for five hours ever again. I was going to ask that because I was like, uh, I remember when uh, 
Christian Ubiki, who is a current Bryce Isaiah 2022 Zatty on the Zatty calendar. Um, I remember watching, what I remember the most about him was that he was talking to Jeff and I felt like he was Mm -hmm. like, you know, kind of going back and forth, kind Mm -hmm. of helping himself. But I very astutely noticed that on this episode, they were perched back. And the, the stipulation was your back has to be touching. Oh, I didn't realize that. So, so like Christians on this tip. Mm-hmm. Right. And they I don't know if they had the, the little perch for the feet in the Christians one either. Okay, that, I get I got it. Because I was confused. Yeah, there's been so many epic showdowns on there. I think Alec Christie won one in a oh. Okay. Wendell, sure. can you wait? I, my guns aren't gunning this episode. But so no. And we have no. a game later. Don't worry. Oh, all right. Let's Wendell's do it. Out. All right, so fine. Can, I'm out. Okay, Wendell's out. No, you're good. So Bryce's arms are not looking like they're holding on to the sticks. The handles. There you go. All right, Jack. Jack is looking firm. Whoa. Oh. And- <laughs> yeah. <man. laughs> I just read that comment out of you on Survivor. Yeah. <laughs> And so that's the challenge. We have Jeff announcing what the do or die is. And basically it means that the first person out has to play a game later at tribal council, which can send you packing. And so they do the little stone thing. Some people decide to compete. Some people don't have to. And the only two people that decide to compete are Jonathan and Lindsay. So I do want to ask you a question, Jack. Uh, because I be thinking of questions when I watch that are uh very jackery. Uh, the benefit of you doing this is that you can win immunity, right? But if like, what are the thought processes, or what is like, do you think the thought process of somebody that's like, I'm gonna sit out? Like, are you thinking, can like, do I do I have to beat somebody? Like, what like, am I asking the question right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, Jack, don't take your back off of the perch. My my back's on the, my chair. Like, okay. Right. I have it pressed against the chair. All right. Um Bryce looks like he's struggling. Um yeah. this is a little harder than I thought it would be. Yeah. Exactly. Um, one of you guys are gonna lose. And I'm so, gonna have one of y'all do the do or die. <laughs> when are you lost? <laughs> Actually, I, we should do that. We should do that though. At, we should. Someone should do the Monty Hall though. At the end, of I the got episode. you. I got you. I got a strategy. I got okay. a strategy. We All right. So, see. I mean, Bryce, I think the the benefit to sing out is that, I mean, if you don't, obviously if you're the loser, you have what you, you know. They don't know the game, but you would probably think a pretty good chance of going home if you lose if you're last place in the challenge. So by sitting out, you just make sure that. You know, you you have no chance of having to do the do or die. And for some people, you know, they they already see the challenge. They might know that it's not for them. Um, so why risk it? But would you do you think a a portion of it is is like, well, listen, I know I could stay on this perch longer than Jack. So you know, like I I can do it. But then I guess also, do you think like, well, well, shoot, what if I know I could beat Jack? Ah! I mean, Bryce has been let go of the bar. You're going to die today. I want to do the Monty. I'm throwing it because I want to do the do or die. All right. Perp, you win. Um, I'm safe. You're safe. Yeah. But so some of the consideration, Bryce, is 
okay, Perp, you think you can beat Jack at this, but who's to say that Jack thinks that he can beat anyone and he that means he'll, like, use the purple rock. Mm. So if Jack, if you think, because in Lindsay's case, Lindsay said, she said, I thought that I could beat certain people, but I didn't think it was just going to be on a one-on-one with her and Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah. And And it's like, even if you don't get last, you still have to think that you're going to win. And so if you're going against, if you know that a Jonathan is probably playing, would I want to do this challenge against Jonathan? Like, it's more likely that I'm out first than the than that I beat Jonathan, in my opinion. Or not yeah. even Jonathan, because this challenge could favor people with, like, a lighter frame. But I'm a big boy, so it's like, I'm not, oh. you know, I'm probably not going <laughs> to win this regardless. When I so, saw these two, I, I, I thought Lindsay was going to do it. She's a Agreed. beast. She's very strong. She's mentally strong, physically strong, and she's a lot smaller than Jonathan. So yeah. I thought that the toll on her body would be a lot but less. I think what you guys are not taking back. into consideration is that, you know, at rest, Jonathan loses 2,000 calories a day, and his frame is a lot smaller than what it did when it started off. Well, he won, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying like that's maybe that's the reason why he won because he's you know flying oh, the radar. Oh no, no, yeah. true, true. But nope. yeah, like I think it just depends on the person. But I'd much rather like, especially if you feel good, the the risk of going home from getting last place outweighs the reward of immunity. When a lot of people might not even feel like they need immunity. Like if you're a Mike or a Marianne or a Drea, you have access to an idol. So it's mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I think that's kind of the logic. Okay. Do you think Jonathan was correct in <laughs> playing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't. He won. I mean, I know, but I mean, obviously, you know, we uh, Jonathan has the awareness that if he did not win, he probably would be going home. That's an extra an extra factor. But also, I mean, and then if say more people play to try to beat Jonathan, though. I mean, how likely is it that Jonathan's the first one out? You know, you would well, be so. What I want to, I actually want to throw this out real quick. Now, I'm, I'm not saying I, I support this strategy, but say you're in a really bad position in the game and you feel like, you, you know, you're 100% or 95% chance going to go home at this tribal council. Is there ever a case to play in this challenge and go out first so that you have a chance to guarantee yourself immunity? Is that not what... Okay, so no. So Deshaun didn't do that. Deshaun was really actually out there trying, and then he dropped first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's like a 50-50 I, shot. I, is, is it like rolling the dice? But is, are your odds better at roll? Is this a, is this a better? better? I, think it's a, I think the only... The thing is, if, you, if you're out there, you'd have to be so aware of the game to know that you're very, very likely going to go home and like completely wipe off the table of any chance that you're going to be saved at least yeah. with a certain frequency that exceeds the amount of whatever the risk of the do or die is so it's like for me even if i felt like i was on the bottom i'd probably think i could come up with some sort of shenanigans that give me a, at least i'd take you at least you're taking fate into your own hands if you're at the bottom so i feel like i just i think that it would just be so hard for you to know because look at romeo you know he's obviously a target but you know then jonathan then he won. And then it kind of yeah. like that ripple effect of it depends on where the votes will go. So yeah. I think I, I hear what you're saying. But for me, I, like you're right. 
it would be too hard to predict. And so it would for sure, especially, especially this season. Yeah. Right. And I, I don't like, would the fans, how do you think they would like take to that? I mean, I, I'm sure they probably would not like it, but I mean, it, it, I don't know. Cause I feel like it is taking it into your own I hands. I think it. the fans might like it. If it's, it's, if it comes from a place of like strategy, you know, like say, especially say you're in an old school season and it's like six to one and you're the one person from the other tribe and you feel like, and everyone's like, yo, you're going to go home if you don't win. And you feel like you can't win, then maybe you just throw it. And that's, and like, you're taking a shot, you're doing something. Now, in the in the modern age of Survivor, I think it's very rare that there's going to be a situation like that where it's so concretely set in stone. But it, it's something that came to my mind because it's like, if you, especially, I mean, of course they don't know what the do or die game is, but if you if you know it's the Monty Hall problem, you can guarantee yourself at least sixty seven percent chance of winning, uh, a two thirds chance of staying. And so, you know, if you feel like you're on the bottom, you you could just take a guaranteed two thirds chance at safety. And that's actually pretty appealing. If you're aware of the fact that you're probably going to go home, which most people are not. Right. So. All right. But I will, I gotta ask real quick. What do you guys think of the, the do or die twist in general though? I like it. I think it's a, another interesting thing that is scary. That can shake up the game. I, yeah, I, I love it because it, it's a, it's putting the game in the blender. It's for me, it's very similar to the hourglass, even though people don't really like the hourglass. I just feel like it is just another constant reminder that although you think you can plan out and cake your numbers, I, for for me, I think that it's just another way for a survivor to put an end to like the voting blocks that we've seen so, you know, many times on the season where it just gets so predictable. And that this is for me like a uh what's the word? Like a uh-uh. Listen up. A shake-up? Not a shake-up, but like a... I don't okay. know. I can't think of the word. But it's okay. like, you know, it, it's a... Not a... a Like, not a caution plan or a... Uh, when you put something in, to, in, in, like a safety plan, a backup plan, I, I don't know. A like contingency? A, a contingency uh. plan <laughs> for survivor. A caution plan. Hey, See, hey, I gotta okay. say, I don't, okay. I don't like this twist. Like, I, I think the only reason it's been okay is because, for some crazy statistical reason, like both Deshaun and Lindsay didn't go home from the do or die twist. Like, imagine Lindsay goes home and this tribal just doesn't happen. The episode's gonna be like, and that's gonna happen sixty-seven percent of the time. The episode's like, all right, well, that was bad. I mean, but let me ask you this, Jack. Uh, why don't you like this twist? Because say, so I, from a gameplay perspective, I don't mind it because, because I think it's fair. You, you give the people the information and they can make a decision. It's not being sprung on them out of the blue, but from a viewer standpoint, like I said, 67% of the time, or it depends on if they make the right decision or not. So say it's 50% of the time, Lindsay goes home and that's it. That's the tribal's over. We miss out on what's the best tribal of the season because of a twist that no one has any control over. I And I'll throw this out there. I just thought about this. Say they do the do or die twist, but instead of this random game of chance, maybe the loser gets two votes automatically on them or something like that. So it's like a punishment, but it gives the player the chance to crawl out of that punishment. And it also allows other people to put strategic plans like the one that they did this episode in motion without relying on the fact that, you know, Lindsay may or may not go home. I I just I just think we I think we don't I think the viewers in general don't mind it that much because 
it's never actually worked. Um, whereas if it had, like, say Deshaun went home last season too. That was a very interesting vote as well. If that right. vote doesn't happen, it's like great. Like this whole episode was a waste because they picked the wrong box. I just only I asked you that question because I feel like it's so interesting because I think your opinion on that, in my opinion, is very telltale of like your game style of like how you will play. I feel like you are a very logical and methodical and go with the numbers type of guy. And I feel like that is just alignment with your game, which I feel like. I don't know. I don't know, but I just feel like that just makes sense because I feel like that is, but I just feel like it is an interesting fact because I feel like, you know, for me, I feel like I am not, no, I am logical. Maybe uh, my game wouldn't be so you methodical. Like the, but you like you the know, shake up and the excitement more. And I, I feel like there are, like, our styles of, like, and uh, hmm, yeah. depending on the season and depending on the circumstances, like, you know, not saying that one style is better, but I just, I I don't know. For me, it's like, What's the like Q H N I two T uh Y personality test? Like I feel like it just like there is a jet uh, archetype, and yeah. I I feel like that's just for me interesting. But the, I, I guess this is different for me because like no, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. I think this twist is different of how I view some of the other crazy twists they've been doing, where I think it's actually a fair game twist because you can make the decision. But I think it's bad for viewing if it actually works. Whereas works. like the knowledge is power advantage. I think from a game perspective is not a good twist because it's really overpowered, but for entertainment, it's actually good. And like yeah. that, that's kind of the opposite sort of functionality of the twist. Um, but I, I will say, I mean, I think this episode was the best one of the season. So if, based on the fact that it's never worked, I, I'm really glad it hasn't. And it's brought a lot of excitement to the show, but I think if it had worked, we'd be having a much different conversation right now. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And so Jonathan is wins immunity. And what happens? Who who starts breaking right. off? Who makes these? Well, we, um, we're back at camp. We get a, a Lindsay sad confessional, but she says she's still not quite out of the game. So there's still... You know, there's still hope for her. We get a Dre confessional where she says, I'm hoping Lindsay goes home tonight. <laughs> so that no, we, you're a, you got it. You got to do it right. Uh, Wendell is Lindsay. Uh, just be like, I'm going home tonight, Bryce. I'm going home tonight, Bryce. Lindsay, no. You, you, you're sad. giving up. You, you acting like you going home. I'm like, what are you doing? It. I want to be no. here with you, Drea. 
Come on, no, keep your head up, Jack. Jerry, you, do you are want me to be here. I guess you, you my sister, girl. Thank Jack. you, sister. <laughs> Jack, be the now the confessional of Drea. <clears throat> I gotta get my advantages. Hold on. Um, <laughs> I don't really remember though. <laughs> You know, she says, you know, she says she hopes Lindsay goes home tonight. She hopes she's Lindsay like, goes home. Because yeah. of the amulet. Go ahead. Yeah. Break it down, I'll, Jack. I'll tell Lindsay I want her to stay here, but man, I hope she goes home because of the amulet. And it, it makes gets me one step farther in the game. I don't know. Jack yeah, didn't okay. do it as good as he you would have done. It I can't be going hard with the trailer. I'll give you a Jonathan if you want. All right, all right. Thank you, Jack. Good it know us all. The stark difference of the Dreas. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, I'm it's me, Drea. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. But basically, that's that. it because Drea does not. Drea's like, cool, Lens can go home because my amulet will turn into an idol. And, and have I that. have knowledge mm-hmm. of power and I have an extra vote. Keep on, you know, giving me things. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I just, kudos to. Mikery, that is Mike Turner. I think that you know we haven't seen a lot of like gameplay, but I feel like seeing him final five. You know, let's get Romeo out. Um, and like you know, and then when Omar was in there, and like I was just like, oh my god, like they like Omar just committing. And then when the second that they walked away, I was shocked right. to hear Mike. Because you know we Mike's a man of his word, but listen, mm-hmm. let me find out the the survivor snake got him because he had me convinced. Like I, it was a mm-hmm. I'm sorry, screaming, but it was a a pleasant surprise to see that all for one, one for all, <laughs> boom, 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 and then you got my word, you got my word. I'm looking you in the <laughs> eye, <laughs> and for then him to walk and when he says to omer like i'm sorry if i was a little overzealous about that and i'm thinking like that he's saying like i'm sorry if i committed you to a five that you may not be committed to and then when he was like basically like i just wanted to make her feel comfortable i said now what in the hell mike turner is playing this game and there's also a point where he says to drea i'm playing my idol tonight because i'm nervous yeah like, I'm like, have we been sleeping on the gameplay of Mike Turner? Yeah. I mean, I, but I ju- go ahead, Jay. I think I'm, I think I'm, I mean, <laughs> Mike, this episode's his gameplay, it was exciting, but I feel like I was awake on Mike's gameplay. And he, <laughs> this episode was like a little melatonin. And now I'm falling asleep on his gameplay because wow. as soon as he does all this, we get a confessional from Omer being like, okay, now Mike is like, Turned it into he got out high like he cut the 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 snake off the head as he said but now oh. now Mike is turning into the into the snake uh, yeah so, and he uh, uh, he's he high said, off a high yeah and he yeah. said he said uh, what did he say but oh I didn't, go ahead I was gonna say I didn't I like I liked it too I was pleasantly surprised but I guess like like. It, and Monday morning quarterbacking is like, well, maybe he's going in the wrong direction now because apparently people aren't liking what he's bringing. And so is that something, I guess, that is a, a something that for future Survivor players uh, to watch for, and I guess I'm asking you, you, Jack, and Wendell, is that 
is this a thing that the person or the the thing in Survivor that you despise the most, you got to get rid of? Um, is there something to be said that like you might be careful what you wish for in the sense of like we want to get him, we want to get high out because he thinks he running the game, he playing the shots, he being a snake, and then it's mm-hmm. like, well, the second that the snake is gone. Be careful that you don't fall into the trap of being the snake. Like I was saying with Lindsay, like Lindsay wants Jonathan going so bad because it's like, why? He could beat me in these challenges. But like, do you need to have the foresight to know that, well, baby girl, you and Jonathan seem to be all two people left. And if Jonathan goes, who do you think is going to step up in that shoe? Which again, I bring back to play the Romeo card, sit by the fire and eat the rice. Okay. We're going to see what that Romeo card gets at the end because I but, feel like a lot of people will want to sit with him at the end. Well, but, right. But to answer my question, though, do you like, do, don't you think that, do you think that that is something yeah. that. I think you hit the nail on the head. Oh, whoops. I think you hit the nail on the head with that one. Sorry, I bumped my desk. It got a little, it got a little rock, little rocks, Roy. Um, I think you hit the, the nail on the head where a lot of times I think if you make a big move, not even in terms of like taking out a snake or whatever, but you make a big move on the biggest player in the game. Well, now you're the one who's made the move. And now it's hard. I think one of the hardest things in survivors to make those moves and then be able to reel it back in and and keep, keep a low target, which Omar has done a great job of so far at the same time, what you just said, what I think is the complicated issue here is you got to make the big move, but you don't want to be seen but then you need to make it seen enough that when it's time to come down to mm-hmm. it, you can say that you did it. Yeah, definitely. I think that's like the hardest part about Survivor is, is balancing that target level so that you position yourself in a place where you're getting out the people you need to and also sitting in the end with people that you can pitch a better case then. And Last question, and then I'll be quiet. Well, that's a lie, but... Thank you, Jesus. Do you think uh, Erica has started a new trend or a new model of getting to the end? And it's like, maybe, like, honestly, like, try to coast through and final six, final five, like, I mean, I'm just saying, like, maybe there is a in this elevated 26 day survivor, there is something to be said to like the ghost riders. Well, I think, but I think but you can't, but absolutely. You can't be a goat rider. Like there's a difference between a goat rider and a ghost rider. Yeah, no, no. I think I'm so on board with this statement because I think it's already been the formula in the sense that, mm. you know, I think like after Tony one year season, I think, mm-hmm. you know, the strategy ramped up so much that people became so aware of like, who are the big threats? We got to take out the threats. We need shield. Jeremy Collins introduced sort of the shield strategy and maybe he ushered in sort of that, the, the, the epitome of this strategy of laying low and timing things up so that you can go to the end with the people you need to go to the end with. And I, just off the top, I would say like, uh, Michelle did a similar thing. I think Adam kind of wrote the book on this where he was an alliance of five and he was the third best player in that alliance. And so when they reach the final five, they take out the two big ones. He might not have played the cleanest game, but he's left with two people he can beat. And that's just the buy the books way to do it. And then you look at like a, I would say 34 through 
Wendell's season were a bit, a little bit kind of a different case. Like, you know, 34, Sarah really dominated. Wendell and Dom dominated with that duo. And then Ben sort of just had this like un- unseen sort of run. And then not to break it down too much, but then like 37, I think Nick Wilson sort of did the same thing where he was kind of middle of the pack. And then right when they hit like final six, he wins a few immunities. He starts using those immunities to establish some strategic agency. And then he had a couple moves that he did throughout the game, like the um, like the Dan blindside, or I'm sorry, the the John, the the wrestler John oh, blindside yeah. that he could pull out at the end and give to his people, which I think was sort of very Adam esque. And then, yeah, I just think that, like you said, I think it's it's maybe it's even more visible now because it's that new era and everyone is so such a smart player for the most part that that really is the strategy. It's so hard these days to be like a Tony where you're going off. And then you are able to maneuver your way through the entire merge with a huge target on your back. Right. So, yeah. So do, is it, do we just, is it, would you say it's a ghost rider? Rider. Ghost ride the whip. Oh, not E40. Ghost, ghost ride the whip. You gotta, but you gotta, ride the whip. You gotta have the glasses when you do the. the Ooh, tell me when to go. 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 Dumb, 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 dumb. Never in a million years would I think Ooh. that there will be an E forty reference on the. Come on Dance now, podcast. you know it's West Coast one. All right, so there was a point when Omer went to pray, starts praying. Gets up and walks away with Mike. And Dre is like, Did you just start praying? So it's like, I'm done. I gotta go. But good observation on Drea, where I I feel like this was very, when she was just like, When something seems off in Survivor, it seems off. And I can uh, attest to that for the one tribal council that I went to, uh, Ish was off. And I, uh, yeah, you, you just know it, but you don't know to what degree or to what things are happening. But of course, mm-hmm. in the edit, they just show like Mike and, uh, oh, going off Lindsay and Jonathan. And I'm sure they probably could have been at different related times, but for editing yeah. purposes, I just thought it was a, a really interesting point for her to, to bring out. Also, I just was like, oh, maybe that's how Chanel felt. Mm. Drea. Just mm-hmm. saying, you're not like. Okay. So. We also have a conversation between Omer and Drea when Drea says that she's going to take Mike's idol. And this puts the wheels in motion for the rest of the episode for sure. Would you guys dare to say that if you get the knowledge is power, I think the knowledge is power. Don't tell nobody. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the name. (laughs) Yeah. It's not called sharing is carrying advantage. <laughs> right. right. It's like the one person you t- you told sunk your, sunk your whole game. And it, mm-hmm. it, it, gets, it goes to show you in this game of Survivor that I think the, the viewers do not understand is that at times when you are holding all of these bags of tricks, it really, you know, sometimes the human nature of you just wanting to like spill the tea or for you wanting to like, you know, and it really goes to show you that one moment of like that human interaction of like, you know, like you, you in your head, like 
I'm, this is me in my head. Like, oh, Bryce, we got this knowledge and power. Oh, we about to kill it. We about to kill it. We gonna kill it. We gonna kill it. And then I'm just like sitting there like, I can't keep this to myself. Like, y'all, you know what I mean? And so, but again, I just, you, you need to just let you be, let it be in your head because again, knowledge is power and you can use it. And again, I, 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 I do think that it also shows the level of gameplay that Omer is running. The fact that pe- like people feel comfortable enough. And mm-hmm. again, as a viewer, I'm just like, are y'all not seeing this? Do you not see the baby boy? Oh, like it. I, yeah. I, for me, it's just, I just was like, whoa. Yeah. And we get a, we get a moment where Omer is talking to Lindsay about um, the different options for tonight and like how if he gets the idol for Mike, then Drea can't get it. So they're, they're like thinking of ways around this situation. Then we get an Omer confessional basically saying, Hey, I'm going to have Mike's idol. And then basically that there are so many options. It's like, I can have Mike's idol. I could keep it. We could get Mike out. Or I can have his idol. Dre, Dre can ask him if he has it. Dre can go home. Or Lindsay can just get killed by the do or die. So, like, yeah. there's so much that can happen tonight. And um, I think at one point, like, some, like, shortly before Tribal, Omer Reveals it to Mike. Mike hands him the idol. Uh, did they show him? I, I think it was a flashback, right? Where they they showed. Mike oh, was that the flashback? All right, because yeah. I don't. I don't think in the moment that we knew. You're but, right. You're uh, right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But since we did bring this up, um, I think that could that move. I think that move, uh, because I, and I'm just going off of like the Mike Turner that we see. I think that move of O orchestrating that I could see it being his downfall in the sense that I think that it would reveal to Mike how in, you know, how in the know O really is. Mm -hmm. Call him in the mm, in the O. O. (laughs) And and that's something I was thinking about during the episode too was like, you know, if Omar takes his idol and they keep Mike, and they were deliberating this too on the beach. Do they give it back? Do they keep it? And I think, and we, I think we get a confessional of Mike saying, like, you know, don't even give it back to me. Like, as long as I'm safe, it's fine. But when push comes to shove, you get back. You're, I feel like it's sort of that Shannon Ricard. Shannon Ricard. It's like, so, so you go, you gonna give me that back, or <laughs> you go hold on to that? What's up? And man? then it's like, you know, Omar. I, I think Omar could keep it and get a, and get himself to that final four just by. But it's like, you know what? Bridges are you burning? Obviously, like you said, Bryce, he's showing a lot of his cards, showing how in the O he is. And so it's, I think it's a great move. I don't, I, like, it was an, A, it was, it, within the episode, it was an amazing move. It could be the, the move that, like you said, wins it or loses it for Omar. Um, yeah. But it's getting late in the game enough, though, that I don't mind this, this big move. Yeah, no, it's perfect time, but it's like, when you, when you are in the O, now every, you, every move matters not that it didn't matter before but every move matters in the o and it is going to be a delicate dance it's a delicate dance for O because at this point 
I don't know how much more you can be discreet about all of your relationships. Exactly. People are going to start comparing notes, especially when the numbers are getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. And, and or, you know, right. Because now everybody, like, you can't just go to everybody, to everybody, to everybody now because everybody mm-hmm. going to everybody. So yeah. it is... It will be a. It will be interesting to see how O nav- navigates through the O. Yeah. Do you think he should keep the idol or, or give it back? I, I think he should give it back only because it's Mike's idol, and everybody that Mike seemed to know like <laughs> Yeah. So the the there are a couple. Of- Schools of thought, I guess. If you keep it, then then Mike is gonna cause chaos and say, "Yo, you're shady, and you kept my idol." And now I think there will be a big target on O. But mm-hmm. isn't so? Isn't tomorrow? I mean, not tomorrow, but next episode. Isn't that final five? And isn't it the last time that all the idols final, come to final you? six? Oh, final, final six. six. I will. Say, here's something to chew on. What if? Oh. What if? Oh, literally. What if Omar? Had Mike give Lindsay the idol because Omar knows after Drea goes home, Lindsay's going to have an idol anyways. It's a little risky because you're guaranteeing Lindsay final four, but now Mike is going to have this feud with Lindsay about getting this idol back or whatever. And there's no sweat on Omar's back because he could go to Mike and be like, I'm telling her to give it back to you. And he could go to Lindsay and be like, nah, just keep it like we're we're, we're good. And then there's no there's no beef, and he doesn't look disloyal to anybody, really. Obviously, you lose the idol, but especially with Mike being such a loyalty guy and a pretty outspoken a loyalty guy and a pretty outspoken guy, like if Mike does end up on the jury and Omar keeps his idol, that could put a sour taste in Mike's mouth um, about Omar's loyalty to him or, or backstabbing or whatever. So I, I think that could have been an option, but I like how they both played it. I thought it was a really awesome uh, awesome move for sure. And I I just definitely think with um all of the ammunitions and amulets that Drea had. What was, what is the probability? Do you feel like the probability of her executing and using all of that correctly was higher than her getting blindsided or was when you have all of that ammunition, is it more likely that you will get blindsided than actually execute your arsenal? Um. Well, how often do people have all that ammunition? I mean, I feel like we've seen at least, maybe not all, but we've seen some fully loaded players t- uh, once or twice before. Dean Kowalski. Right. I, didn't Stephen Fishback have a, you know, a guns a-blazing? Um, he had a, a vote steal and a... a at the, given, at, given the time that we saw the vote steal, it was... Very big. Hey, you know what I'm saying? It's like you know, in 1999, when you had an air conditioner in your car, like you was like, oh. But now it's like it's 2022. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the Teslas driving themselves with air in the car. So it's like, you know, the steal of vote that Steven had back in the day was sure. You know, the iPod. Yeah. It was a brand. Yeah, yeah. So can you? Can you? What? I, so I'm my good. question is sorry, sorry. I'm good? just uh it's been a long day. Yeah, and you know, the Sixers are on. And the Sixers are getting yeah. smashed. So my We're question is right the likelihood 
when you have a new powerful tool, whether you have an arsenal or the hot new tool. As in like Drea's spot or? or... Drea's spot, okay. Dean Kowalski, Steven Fishback. Yeah. Is it more likely that you will use it correctly or is it more likely that you will, it will use you correctly? It's definitely a, a blessing and a curse, you know, like it's one of those things. And that this ties back into kind of what I liked about some of the advantages from 41 and 42, or like the, 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 the idea of the beware advantage where it's got its downsides. So for some players that aren't able to, to, to maneuver the, the beware advantage, it's going to hurt their game. But for the best players that, you know, could go on to be the winner or whatever, they're going to be able to utilize that beware advantage and really show their strategic chops with it and how to use it how to employ it correctly in a way that's going to, it really creates a, a separation between, you know, the best players and the worst players. Whereas like anyone could just kind of stumble on an idol. And, and if they feel it, obviously it's not easy to use an idol correctly, whatever, but it's like you're in danger, play the idol. But it's like, when you have a, a knowledge is power, you know, you, who do I tell? Who do I not tell? When do I play? Whose stuff do I take? Like all oh, that's, that's a much more complex sort of thing to do. So yeah, I think I think it creates a it, 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 the rich get richer and the and the poor get poorer in, in the survivor universe. Would you say that more likely than not, it doesn't pan out that way? It pans out that like having this ultimately become a disadvantage from like the the three people that we've named. Mm, no, I don't think it's a disadvantage. I just think it's sort of a situation where it's like they were probably going to go home anyways. And just in in the moment that they go home and it just so happens that they weren't able, like it's not a, just because they don't use it effectively doesn't make it a disadvantage. Although sometimes, like you said, it can be a disadvantage. Like when Steven Fishback got so into using the steel vote on Joe that he kind of just blew up his own game. Right. So I guess my question is, is, are you more likely to use it correctly or are you more like, yeah. like you're more likely to go home? Cause we've seen that you're more likely uh, to go home. And that's, I guess that, that was really what I was saying, but I, I think that your response triggered me to kind of pivot a little bit, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 sorry. I, I interpret it as like, is it more of an advantage or disadvantage? I would say it's an advantage, but I think most of the time, a lot of these players are going to go home with, right. their, with their, and that's not necessarily a fa- because of that goodie bag but it is i mean we oh, saw dan Rangering. yeah we saw dean with it and i mean he made it to the end and got second like it almost kind of turned his game around but we and to that point we also saw sometimes having that goodie bag can be a detriment to your game even if you make it to the end because people might think you know you had three idols like why should i vote for you you didn't have to socialize mm. so okay this is why i love asking you these type of questions jack because then it like then another question just popped into my head being as though we statistically can say that normally when you get the car with the air conditioner or you get the the prime item normally does not serve it it works out to not serve you well would we say that maybe if you get it use it to your advantage in the sense of bartering favor with a romeo giving it to a romeo or giving it away It's definitely an, and it's hard to, it's, it's everything so circumstantial, but I know, I know, but there's definitely, I think there's definitely a world where, especially I think if people know about your idol, you know, maybe you go to the challenge, you say, especially maybe if you're in the tribal phase, you say, you know, Hey, Wendell's tribe, look what I found. 
or any of you in danger who wants it, I'm just going to give it to you. And then you give mm. it to the person on the bottom of the other tribe and it just creates a lot of chaos and it takes yeah. the target off your back. Wow. Or you sneak in, you give it to Wendell, like bartering trust with you. And then you go back to the thing and be like, he told me he's got a knowledge of power. Mm. Yeah, I guess it would definitely be crazy to like give it away to build trust and then paint a target on someone else's back. But I'm just saying, the name of the game is the next day. It would be funny if like I had an idol or something and say I wanted Wendell out. I go put it in Wendell's backpack, and I'm like, "Yo, guys, look, Wendell's got an idol." And then I take it out and put it back where I had it. And everyone's like, "Okay, yeah. Wendell's got an idol. We got to get him out." Wow, um, that's well, the way. I would never do that though. Ultimately, um, if I'm Drea and I go home, I would think that I would just like you know, and like we saw her and Mike hugging. I would think that like. Y'all got me good. Like, I, like I would think that, like, you know what? I'm mad. Like, I'm a threat. I had these amuletes, and yeah, and to be the to be the the victim of what's probably the best tribal of the season, at least so far. It, it's always a, a a blaze of glory to go down like that. Like, it's something people are going to remember, you know. But one thing we forgot was that. One of you guys oh, yeah. lost the do or die challenge. Uh, uh, it's you and Jack have to do the no. Montel Jordan. Yes. So <laughs> Montel Jordan. Jack, I yeah. have here a table. Oh, you got a setup. Which is really just a pillow. I have a whole setup. Okay. Now, I have three boxes, which mm. are really just thank you bags. <laughs> okay. Now, in yeah. two of these boxes, to anybody that's watching on YouTube, notice how perky and how serious Jack just got. See? So I didn't Jack even see I was so locked in on Wendell. Jack, so you have two of these that will snuff your fire tonight. Yep. And you have one of these that will keep that fire lit tonight. Mm. Okay? Now, Bryce just leave. Bryce is out of here. This is you okay. and I, Jack. Okay. Now, you see the three. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need for you to first pick one. Okay. Should we spice it up and put a little wager on this? We should. Whoever, if I win, you Venmo me twenty bucks. If I lose, I'll Venmo you twenty bucks. Sounds good. Okay. Just Hold little- on. <laughs> I think because I am the winner. He jumped uh, right in. Why did you jump in? It was so intense. Oh my goodness. Go ahead, Bryce. Hi. I feel like being as though I won, I feel like if Jack wins, Wendell got a cash app us. We were just talking about that. Me we were, no, listen. I didn't leave. I was, I was, I was listening. I just, oh. I, I exited so that the screen could be more dramatic. Gotcha, what I am gotcha, saying, gotcha. I popped back in because y'all said twenty dollars. So well, if Jack wins, you should have thrown the challenge. So. <laughs> okay, so let's okay. spice it up a little bit. If Jack wins, then Wendell has to cash app us twenty dollars. Okay, Jack loses. Jack cashes us a hundred dollars. If Jack loses, Jack has to cash app us each ten dollars. Okay. Yeah, I'm 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 down for that. And so I could it, I could either make twenty or lose. Okay, but I okay I like that because it's like a one in. Th- okay. 
and All I right. can either lose 40 or make 10. All right. Sounds like a great deal for you. Okay. Sounds like a great deal for me. Hold on, wait. Now, let me disappear. Goodbye, Bryce. Okay. So, Jack. Okay. So, here's what we're doing now. I, I got my choice ready. Hold on. Hold on. I make sure they're set. I don't want these boxes falling anywhere. So, which one would you like to choose? I'd like to pick the middle one. You'd like to pick the middle one. Yep. So what I do now is I take the middle one right here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now we're down to these two. Okay. Yep. Now. So we're down to these two. I don't know which is which. (laughs) Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. So now I'm going to take one away. Mm-hmm. I'll take this one away. Are you going to reveal it? Okay. Jack, I was going to get there. Don't get ahead of probes right sorry, now, Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. We're going to reveal this one. And it says... Die. Let's go. But that's, that's not mine, Bryce, so we're good. Oh, uh, okay. That's okay. not his. That was the one he removed. Okay, so now, Jack, we're going back to these two, okay? Mm -hmm. These two. Mm -hmm. Your original choice was the middle one, right here. Mm -hmm. Do you want to swap? Do you want to stay? I would like to swap, Wendell. You would like to swap. The first person to do it. You're the first person in the history of the Purple Pants podcast to swap boxes. Are you ready for this? Hey. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jackery. Instead of going with this one, Mm -hmm. you're swapping. Yes, sir. I never wanted the middle one anyways. I was always going to swap. All right. Let's reveal your choice. For twenty dollars, put them glasses on. Perp, wear your glasses. Perp, you need to enter the room again. Y'all know my Venmo. Oh, (laughs) all right. For twenty dollars for each you, or for ten dollars for each of us. Wait, so wait, wait, wait. Just because my excitement is roaring. If it says die, we won. Or if it says do, we won. How did Bryce finesse a situation where he wins both ways? <laughs> I won. If I won says, the immunity. If it says die, you're dead. Okay. Because I won the immunity challenge, Jackery. Okay. So okay. I, I feel pretty confident that I, I'm not paying nobody. So okay. if it's the fire, you win. Your fire has not been snuffed. If it's the die, you going to die. And then do and I cast the soul vote at, at travel then? And you cast the soul saying. vote at travel then. Okay. Enough with the anticipation! Are we ready to reveal? Ah! Ah! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go, Jackery! Let's go! it! Y'all yes, done I, I got it. Jack twerking. Yes, Jack. Jack that was even, twerking. I was be getting low. 
<laughs> and for the integrity of the game, because Probst did it, we're going to reveal this third one as well. Why um why are is your body moving so slow with it when <laughs> die. Die. die Let's go Jackery Would you wow. like to hear my strategy for the do or die Let's hear it I, the fact I can hear Jack's heart beating <laughs> brings me back to my game theory course <laughs> Um so do you guys know you know how on the Monty Hall problem you're always supposed to switch right Yes yeah, I'm. My thinking is that, like human, you know, if for the person putting the the, the flame into the boxes. Now, you I thought this last night it was it in the middle. That's I think they put say. it in the middle the least often because people always pick from the sides. Mm. So if you pick one of the side ones, or if you pick the middle, they have to show one of the side ones. And mm. then now, if you think that they all they almost always put it on one of the sides, then you get the other side for free. And then yeah, Jack is a smart young man. We're going to do but this again, again. If I was ever on the island with any of y'all watching, like I would never even be thinking about anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> but so wow. we are clear, Jackery. Wendell is cash app at us $20, right? Yes, yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Yeah, but listen, yeah. uh, but so before uh, you know, that was that was <laughs> that was exciting. Uh Drea went home, huge loss, but a a a, a huge loss. But a Lindsay big, got through her challenge. Lindsay got through. Lindsay and Jack both got through. Um, <laughs> and you know, big loss to see Drea go home. But at the end of the day, uh, when you are a beast at times, you gotta go out like a beast. And I think that, you know, there's no other like we're playing the game of Survivor. And I think that everyone respects what happened. Sometimes you gotta go, you got to go. And when you have all of that ammunition, ooh, um, Oh no, no, sorry. My my uh my cash app went cha ching. I thought I didn't oh, think I was really getting right the, I didn't think I was really getting the twenty dollars. I'm trying to find Jack's Venmo. Jay Atkins twenty one. <laughs> Listeners, feel free to contribute as well. Okay, yes. Uh but yeah, I uh I, I wasn't mad at the move and I, I definitely like the exchange between Drea and Mike at the end. I thought it was just, you know, game respect game. Yeah. Um at the end, mm. Mike's like, as Drea's getting up, did you put two votes on me? I put two votes on you. And then they started laughing <laughs> and hugging. It was actually it was actually a beautiful thing. Yeah. And it- my takeaway from that was in that last three minutes of her leaving, her saying something to everyone, her giving mad hugs to everyone, her saying why she would, she she put targets on some people, she snitched on Omar, you know, yep. she did all this stuff going out. She even was joking around with probes. I thought we saw a lot more Drea personality in that three uh, minutes. Interesting. Then yep. we saw the whole season. Which the whole- could tell, Which could tell you a couple things. It could be either she was that locked in or we didn't get that edit from her. So, I mean, yeah, or, yeah, I, or mm-hmm. because I just I I think of like you know I follow the Dre's on Instagram. She's a, a tra- she's a beast. I want to say that she was that locked in. I, honestly, I, I think that I'm yeah. sure on the island they probably got glimpses of that, but I think it led more to this edit because she was locked in. And then it was and like I, I'm out, so I can. Have it's a just like, oh, I could just like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. all right, love y'all. 
It was great. But I could take I, off my hard exterior and just also I mean, dare I say, is that a sign of a great player though? I I mean mm. Yes, I, definitely. And well, I'm sorry to jump in. This whole episode, people are saying if Dre gets the end, she wins. Mm. And I wouldn't even have like in watching it, I'm like, nah. There are so many people that can win right now, but for them all to in unison basically say if she gets to the end, she wins. They recognize how locked in she was. Yeah, definitely. I say maybe we didn't get to see it, but this is what I would say that as a viewer, what is the telltale sign is tell me a time that we saw Drea at the bottom. Tell me a time that we saw Drea like, you know what I'm saying? Like when you think it's even think, scrambling. Scrambling. Yeah, she, when when you think in that lens, it's wow. like she was dialed in the whole time, yeah. Wow. So again, I, I, what I, the one thing that I love about this pod with y'all, my brothers, is that I think not only like the listeners, but for myself, I am just tuning my listening and watching eyes to survive. Like the next season, like there are just so many things that through these conversations that like, that are unplanned and that we just talk out and that like, honestly, like how Jack and I normally talk about strategy and like, you know, there's just so many things that, uh, that I tune into and just even saying that listening and thinking of like, you know what? Well, tell me a time that we've seen Drea struggle the next season of survivor that I watch. I had learned so much that like, I am going, I just take it to my survivor listening self. And so that's just one of the, the reasons that I I love this podcast with you guys is because like, you know, I really do love Survivor. I don't really get to talk uh in this forum a lot in this way, but I appreciate it because I I honestly, as a listener and a viewer of the show, I learn so much. I become a better observer. Damn it. <sighs> That was you. That you. That was good. You. You kind of called yourself out there. That was going to slide. Aaron Boyd, because of you, I don't. Because somebody comment said we should actually make the Brickshire actual book, and I don't want to add any more to it. That's but, that's the last page of the the yes. Zaddy calendar. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I honestly, I, I want to become an, a better observer of the game because you guys are so articulate and great watches the game like it just makes me want to be a better watcher of the game so i can come back here and be like in your face jack atkins and on that note whoever whoever's in the comments saying it's getting me ready we're getting bryce ready for some second chances and also to our comment people we got a lot of huh comment community that's right the the purple pants posse to y'all, we have a debate, Houston, Dallas, and it's going down. I've seen, you know, now Karishma's involved, you know, oh. we got a lot going on. So, but I still like my da- Dallas family, y'all are really putting yeah. forth a good case, but Houston really came correct within the last couple of weeks. So I'm just oh. saying next season, we need to come to Texas. It's one of the two. Let us know. Also, we read the comments. The ma'ams, you were not annoying us coming up to us. You were actually one of the highlights of our night. So don't don't say that. Also, Josh Green. Josh to the green. Respect. You took over the Instagram after our boy Sollywood did it last week. After our boy Keenan did it a couple weeks ago. Josh Green, you came through and you Held it down for Bryce. You held it down. Now, we also want to know, we are headed to L.A. 
if there is a posse member that thinks that they could do it better or they think they could rise to the occasion to do our Instagram live takeover, let us know in the YouTube comments or DM us and get at us. And we'll let you know. But honestly, guys, it's been a great episode. Love talking to my brothers, the Jack Atkins, yes, the Wendeezy Holland. We will be back. This has been your Survivor News. Survivor News. I got a pee. Pause. <laughs> That's not a pause. That's a straight up fact. I was going to say pause before she was there. But it oh. worked so, so perfectly. And we are out, guys. Get me out of here. Great episode, guys. And that is going to conclude this week's edition of Survivor News. Make sure you follow along on YouTube at Bryce Isaiah. Subscribe to that YouTube channel. Give the video a thumbs up right in the comments. We'd love to see it. And make sure you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you can find a podcast. The Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to hit subscribe, write a review, give your baby boy some five stars. And don't forget to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to pause, because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's the purple pants, it's the purple pants, it's the purple pants podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the purple pants podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the purple pants podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the purple pants podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back though. It's the purple pants, it's the purple pants. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.